Hello, Tiger fans, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am your host, JJ Lang, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host. You know him, you love him, Nate, the little goon foss. And with us again to talk about all things RIT hockey is RIT's resident rulebook reading statistician, Dan the Statman Scully. Hey. Dan is back. The physical book still isn't out, by the way. (laughs) Can, can we make this a regular segment now when we do a uh, check-in with Dan to see if his rule book showed up or not? We need him to like hold the rule book. He has to hold it up when he finally gets it. Gets it. Um, so we had we had some uh, both teams had games this weekend. A lot of action. So we're not going to waste much time getting into it because we make sure we don't waste the Zoom recording. Um, so let's let's start off with what we all well say this. Let's start off with the women's team first because they had two games. So let's go through theirs first. I think I feel like there's a lot more there. Um, so they played the University of Vermont. Uh, they had a two-game series. They lost both games five to two. That's kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of weird. We, we we were driving down to Union, and uh, Kate just looked at me and goes, "Hey, the women just lost five to two. They lost the same score they had the night before." That kind of set me off a little bit. It was kind of weird. Um, I don't know things like that. Just freak me out um so let's get <laughs> let's get into game one and game two right away who if anybody wants to just start and jump right in be my guest i'd say friday was probably the worst of the two games if we're being honest um yes i would say so and they only had 11 shots and i yeah they're that's really? a really good vermont team but after watching them saturday like in the car on the way to Schenectady, like where was all that Friday night? We looked a I lot just, better Saturday than we did Friday. Um, Sarah Co, twenty three saves per the usual. I don't mm-hmm. even know why we mentioned her save count. It's usually twenty plus. <laughs> Every usually game thirty plus to be honest. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, and then Sophia. Got into a game. Our freshman goaltender made she, two she, saves on two shots Woo-hoo, in six minutes. Pretty good. Did anybody else realize that the commentator didn't notice that they changed goalies? I noticed that, yes. No, I was working volleyball at the time. You are always working volleyball. <laughs> Poor Dan. You're not wrong. Yeah, I noticed that. Because I think it was somebody in the car had the game pulled up when I was driving, and they were like, Sarah Coe's not in net anymore. Who, who is playing goal for who, who's in goal for us right now? And they had to look up the number and be like, oh, it's it's Sophia. Like, when the hell did that happen? So that was after the fun. fifth goal. Yeah. Um, but I will say this I, this this series could have been a lot worse. Like, this is a this is a very, very good Vermont team that's nationally ranked, and especially on Saturday, they this these team held this team held their own for a lot of that game. They played a lot of defense, but they held their own for a good portion of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vermont scored three goals in the second period. Two mm-hmm. of them were on the power play, so that was probably the change in the game. Yeah. Um, if those two power play goals don't happen... I mean, we got one right. Chloe McNeil, shout out, first two goals as a Tiger. That's awesome. Um, that was awesome. You know, I mean, it's a 2-1 game going into the third period, but it was 4-1, and it was kind of night-night after that. Yep. Yeah, but at the same time, I think, you know, this series last year, you Probably, if the, we had played this last year, probably would have been lucky to come out without getting shut out for both games. So, I would say certainly an improvement. I would say even from last year, looking at the early games we played against really, really good nationally ranked teams, I part of me in the back of my mind thought Vermont's going to put up double digits on us, and they didn't. <laughs> Excuse me, in either no. game. <laughs> And I think that's a credit to the goaltending. I mean, even on Saturday, Vermont put on put up forty one shots. Emma, Emma Steven made thirty six saves. So, mm-hmm. 
if you had to find out, if you had to pick one strong suit right now through four games, it's definitely the goaltending. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I think the goaltending has been phenomenal. And honestly, the power play, too, stuck out to me the most this weekend as well. And it's not that they're, they're not scoring a lot on the power play, but they've, they're getting zone time. They're moving the puck really well. Yeah. They're, I mean, the goals are going to come eventually. They'll get they'll, they'll hit a rhythm and they'll start moving. Uh, do yeah, we... it, it's tough when you play a, a team like Vermont. They're really, really good, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're it's an older, experienced team. And when you have somebody who's probably going to compete for the Patty Cas this year and Teresa Shopsall, I mean, it's tough. She did not break the all-time Vermont point record this weekend, though. So that was. She needed five points. I think she only got three. So that's pretty good. We've that's good. Prevented that celebration from happening. Yeah, that hey, um, records are records are fun to see get broken, but like, don't break them against us. Oh yeah, yeah. Nate, oh, I want to point out we that had, uh, sorry, go ahead, Dan. Sorry, we had double digit blocks both nights too. So yes, we did. Again, Typical picking RIT up, picking up from and last it, year, all the blocks. And like it, the Vermont UConn guys said it last last weekend. The Vermont commentators said this weekend. All right, it's, it's a gritty team that just doesn't go away. Nope. Yep. Or exactly. it, I feel like hundred percent. If we catch a team ha- letting us, and credit to Vermont, they did not let our AT hang around too long. I mean, I think that's I think that's where UConn got in trouble last Saturday. Is they kind of let us hang around too long and. I think both. I think UConn kind of expected us to just roll over and die, and we didn't. And I think Vermont saw that and went, okay, we can't just kind of say whatever in the second game. Like, we need to make sure we keep on them because they will fight us off. They will beat us if we if we don't play hard. So, um, yeah. So do we want to look forward to St. Michael's to our first homestand of the season for the ladies? Um, there are two games. There is one Friday. There is one Saturday. I believe they are both at the same time also. Uh, two o'clock and one o'clock. Okay, so two o'clock Friday, one o'clock Saturday. Nate, I swear to God, if you tell anybody again to skip class Friday, I'm going to kick you off the show. Um, you get you get one <laughs> home opener for, per year. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. All right, whatever. <laughs> hey, I did not say the words. No, but you're implying. No, yeah, there was a heavy (laughs) implication. (laughs) This is this is why I had to go through and get my schedule set. So I made sure I was, you know, not in class for all of the women's games. But yeah, we have that choice. I didn't. Yes, unfortunately, you did not. Um, But we got a St. Michael's team coming in. Um, How are we feeling about this one? Let's kind of take a quick deep dive there before we, we keep going. St. Michael's is not anywhere near as tough as the the two teams we've played so far. I think no. I think they had three wins and one tie last year. They won three games last year. And I think two of them were against Post. Post. Beat them who twice won already six. this year. <laughs> no, they split. Oh, really? They? Yeah, St. Michael's won Friday 6-2. to two. Ah. So... Angelina Ruiz, probably the player to watch. Two goals, number 26. Um, two goals Friday. Uh, they lost 2 nothing on Saturday. So um, they had two goalies play. Carissa Mudrick played Friday. She made 40 saves, which. Pretty good. That's pretty good. And they went four for five on the power play. So that's key to the better. series, stay out of the box. Yep. Don't <laughs> let them get hot at all and get in the even the even Leah White, who played Saturday in the two nothing loss, made thirty five saves, and I don't think they put up a ton of shots. So No, it doesn't look like it from what I can see here. Um so it'll be interesting. I, I think it's a series where you can split our goalies because you're not in desperate need of wins, but be nice to take one. It'll be interesting. I think I, for the first time in a while, I think I know like we'll do predictions in a minute, but I think it is a possibility that RAT could take both games. So 
if everything just starts to click and you know they'll be a little amped up to play at home. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, and more we'll than sure a little. From I, I think they're excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. They definitely are. I would say so. <laughs> I th- I know we're all excited to be back in there. Oh, I'm ready. Finally. I have off of work that day and, too. I'm going to be at the door at 12:30. And uh, shout out to <laughs> Coach Brown for bringing out all the old jerseys for us to buy at the pep rally because I can guarantee there's probably like 30 people that are going to show up in all of their game worn women's jerseys. Me and, and Nate. Everybody it seemed like bought this one, and so we're all going to be cute wearing the same jersey. Be all black. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, I, I wore black jerseys all day long. Everybody knows my affiliation when it comes to that kind of thing. So I love me some black jerseys. Um, so let's do a quick look around CHA, and then we'll go into our predictions for the weekend. Um, Dan, I'll have you do that. Actually, you don't mind for the prediction? Uh, not predictions for the look around. Uh, are we doing last week? This week? Both? This week? This week? Who cares about uh, last week? <laughs> I mean. We should. Results are important week. too, but let's take a look at both then. Uh, let's see. So, yes, we are early October. So Thursday, uh, Wisconsin played Lindenwood and blew the doors off of them six nothing. Shocker. Oh, uh, what about the next night? <laughs> I was going to say, and then even worse on if Saturday. They, if they blew the doors off of them on Thursday, what happened on Friday? They burned the there, building there to the ground on their way out. They, they, they just took a wrecking ball to the complex and just bulldozed it over. Jeez. Thank you for showing up. Try again next time when you build your arena back together. Syracuse took a trip to Merrimack, and on Friday they actually – Came back from being down two nothing to win the game three two in overtime for their new head coach's first win at Syracuse. Uh, Minnesota Duluth shot out Penn State four nothing at St. Lawrence, which not really a surprise there. Uh, number six Colgate blew out Mercyhurst five nothing. Shocker. And then Saturday Penn State beat. St. Lawrence, 4-2. to two. Uh, Merrimack avenged their loss against Syracuse 2-0. And Colgate looks like maybe they eased off the gas a little bit Saturday. <laughs> they only won 2-0 against Mercyhurst. More like they probably put all their backups in and said, all right, we're going to just let our bench play this game. <laughs> I will yeah. say that. Like, that's not a bad showing for Mercyhurst, though. No. I mean, that's a really... No. We saw it firsthand last year. Colgate's really good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they brought a lot back this year. So, I mean, who knows? It could be telling for Mercy first, but All right. So let's go into the predictions now. I'm going to have Dan start with the predictions. for this Are we going to preview this weekend in CHAJJ? Oh, yeah. Good point. My bad. We'll do, we'll do that first. Then we'll do predictions. You All know, right. when I send you a, a script. I'm the reading episode, the script, Nathan. <laughs> and I'm not, and I knew that we were supposed to. <laughs> this will just get added to the endless blooper reel we're going to have at the end of the season. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> let's look at this week. So, obviously, we have two against St. Michael's. Syracuse is doing their strange Thursday home game thing. They're playing St. Lawrence Thursday night at 6 at Tennedy. Um, at the dump. <laughs> <laughs> for all for all the Spotify listeners, Dan Scully just cringed so hard. It's not even funny because he he's from Syracuse. And he, he hates when we make fun of Syracuse. Of I, I like I said, I can't I can't say anything about you guys making fun of Tennedy because you have no defense for it. That's why. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, Colgate and Penn State. Um, in a, a ranked matchup, that that should be a good set of games. Too bad it's on Big Ten Network Plus. Gross. And at the um, same time as our games. Well, yeah, but our games are more important. Clarkson is taking a trip to Erie to play Mercyhurst. I have a feeling that's not going to go well for the Lakers. <laughs> no. Um, no. No. Probably not. 
And then Syracuse will wrap up the other half of the weird home and home on Saturday at St. Lawrence. So looking like a pretty another good showing of games for CHA this weekend, minus Mercyhurst because they're probably going to get obliterated. That should be a lot. Of, that should be some good hockey, though. I, oh yeah, I think yeah, it's a good weekend to you know it tests everybody. I think everybody gets a good test this weekend. Oh yeah. Um, Penn State will. Penn State Colgate's probably the highlight. Outside of ours, obviously, but agreed. So now going into the predictions, because now we've read the script properly. Um, I will now have Dan start with his prediction for what, who, how he thinks the Tigers will do this weekend. And then we'll go to Nate and then quick I'll go update Mike. quick update on the records. Oh, um, yes, we were all right on Friday and JJ was wrong on Saturday because he predicted a win. I'm always going to give him one win every week, at least guaranteed. I don't care if so, my win-loss at the end of the season takes a hit for that. I'm the eternal and Scully optimist. and I have identical records now. I think we predicted exactly Three the same one. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're going to be doing a little curling after this weekend. Because I think I like we're going to pull off this my line. <laughs> I was going to say that. What's your scores, Dan? <laughs> I may as well roll a pair of dice on that one. <laughs> Three to two and four to two. All right. That's all right, fair. All right. All right. All right, Nate, you're up now. Well, I was going to use the curling analogy. Thanks. Total, totally unplanned, um, by the way. I'm oh, going to yeah. go. I'm also going to go a little sweep action. Um, I may or may not have bought a orange broom at Home Depot <laughs> today to uh, bring to GPC to oh. wave around after we sweep teams. So it might make its debut Saturday afternoon. <laughs> you, have a, you, you have scores for those games or no? Or are you just going to go um, you're just gonna pick? I'll go 4-3 in overtime on Friday. Ooh, okay. And then we'll go... I like 4-2 on Saturday, too. Okay. I am also going to go sweep this weekend for us. Um, I'm going to go a little bit different score-wise, though. I'm going to go 5-1 on Friday <laughs> in favor of us. And I'm going to go th- I'm going to go 4-3 on Saturday. JJ likes the offense. I'm, the I'm, I'm, I'm liking the offense at the home opener. I'm liking the energy that's going to be there. I think they're going to come out like a wild machine and just bulldoze them out of the building night one. I think Saturday will be a little, little, a little bit closer, but I think that the hype and the energy of being back at Palacini on Friday night is going to give them a nice offensive boost. I like it. I like it. All right. Now we're going to the men's. We, well, everyone but Dan was present, but Dan was with, the, with WITR during the game, so we had that. Um, we, about how many was this, Nate? It was like 36, 37 of us drove out to Union? 40. Yeah, you're right. It was, it was an even 40. Um, we all drove out to Schenectady or Sketchnectady for uh, the oh. Union. Hey, yeah. hey, we're not talking about Troy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan. Did. This place was awful. Sketch next. Troy this, is worse. The Bill Gray's ice plex at MCC looked nicer than that. Um, well, no, it did. <laughs> um, but so the barn was kind of nice. I liked it. The Tigers unfortunately dropped the dropped the game four to was it was four to three right or three to two? No, four, it was to, four three. to three. Four you three. were there. I know. Well, the events that happened at said game kind of made me lose track of the score afterwards. Um, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, they did lose four to three. It was Union's homecoming, so you kind of can't hate the fact that they did win on their homecoming. But at the same time, it would have been really it. nice for us to roll in I there and do. beat them. I can I can hate it a lot, actually. Listen, I hate it also, but like it's homecoming. It takes the edge off a tiny bit. Um eh. I know we all had an absolute blast there. It was a great game. Um, I think the notable highlight from that game, in my opinion at least, is Evan Miller was a, was an Atlantic hockey player of the week. Um, with two points, he had a goal and an assist. 
Um, he had a goal with what 23 seconds left in the first period at the end of the first period. And or his first goal as a tiger, by the his way. First goal as an RIT tiger. So congratulations to Evan Miller for that one. Um, it most certainly was it sorry, it most certainly was Miller time this weekend. Um, and he had an absolutely incredible assist later on. Oh no, my, that might have been the first two. I mean, the first goal was just tic tac toe. Yeah, they were yeah. they were both in the first. Well, yeah. can I also say that the union, um, the union scorekeepers and the union like the union like public address guy said all three of our goals were unassisted, which was not the case because I'm pretty sure Carter had. I'm pretty Dan sure Carter, Scully, you would have had an aneurysm. Your head would have exploded because I'm pretty sure Carter Wilkie had an assist on Evan Miller's goal, and then. He had it on Miller was Andrews. involved in the first and with Tanner's goal. And I'm like, what, mm-hmm. what is going on? Cause I'm looking around going like, who, who's like, we, we know who scored. But we, so what? So I think they were rushing to announce the goal. Yes. Cause from what I've heard is that the referees just say, look up the assist since they have the video right there. Mm-hmm. The referees just say who scored it. Yeah. So that's why well, it takes rock. That's why it takes Rocky so long at home. It's because they're checking the assists before he announces it. Yeah, but at least we know who got the assists then. <laughs> like oh, Matt, Cal- it de- it Matt Kellenberger, too. too. Yeah. First point. It, it depends, too. Sometimes sometimes the officials, uh, Chris Foote's known to do this, is to skate over and he will give at least one assist. And Matt Campbell, who sometimes does video replay down in the box has said that he totally ignores what the officials (laughs) say about about goals or assists because he has a video monitor to look it up on that's funny um so let's talk about highlights i want to talk about the second period first power play kill defense was an unstoppable friggin' wall in that second period there was six penalty kills the Tigers cleared. Two of them were five on three. I don't care what anyone says. This team is going to be insane when it comes to the power play kill, when it comes to penalty kill. That was outstanding. This game could have gotten out of control quick. And I know Nate on our script, his second bullet point is rant. So we're going to get to what his rant is in just a second. But we might have to add a third one <laughs> to that list now. Rant even more at the box score. Oh, Ted Scully's got a lot of rant. So we have so just so everyone at home knows, the script for the men's portion of this episode is recap game, rant, rant again, and then preview army. So we're we're just gonna go down and get mad at crap that happened this weekend, but we're gonna start with some good. Um penalty kill was outstanding. This game could have gotten out of hand quickly, and they cleared. Union didn't score once any of the power plays they had. In the credit second, to, credit to Tommy Scarfoni as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. He, he was he was Tommy Scarfoni. Uh, that was one of my biggest fears going into the game. Was sophomore slumps are a thing, and let me tell you, there were a bunch of sophomores in the lineup last the other night, and they all looked phenomenal. Oh yeah, the Wilkie Andrew. Um, Miller line was absolutely unreal. Like I'm also Grady say, Hobbs, Grady Hobbs was out for the game, and like I don't know where you put him is, when yeah. he comes back this weekend. I mean, Wayne will figure it out, but like, where do you put him? I, I'm also going to say shout out to Sarah Roach. She would be very happy to know that the Ryan Nicholson and Spencer Berry defenseman pairing at the back worked beautifully. Until for a Nicholson period and a half until Nicholson got his foot cut open. Yeah, that wasn't that fun um, for him. Hopefully, he's feeling better. Um, I know he'll most likely be back for the weekend. But he's literally, good. like we we talked about in the preview, how good a pairing those two are defensively, and they were outstanding during that game. There was literally no positive, like that whole first period, nothing. Thirteen I, block shots for us. U- Union, I, I don't think Union didn't score until after Nicholson left the game. Like, that's how good they were. Like, and I don't want to put all the, like, pressure on him, but those two defensively paired up was insane. Like, they could not score on us, period, until Nicholson was out. And I also, a few people also pointed out that Carter Wilkie seemed to be getting, like, double teamed a lot. 
Like there was some, there was a couple of times where like they just swarmed him the minute he had the puck in his possession. Well, and that opened up Andrew and Miller. Exactly. So it's almost Sorry, like Miller and Andrew. I can't say Andrew and Miller because we had a guy and Andrew, Andrew Miller. Miller. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's going to be horrible all but, year. But at the, at the same time, uh, like it, it makes perfect. Like Wilkie was Atlantic hockey rookie of the year. Like you're going to want to make sure he doesn't get the puck. But unfortunately for, well, fortunately for us that left open Tanner, Andrew and Evan Miller to just go nuts. And basically and they both just, scored and they, they both, both scored. scored. They both yeah. scored in the first period. The, um, the Evan Miller goal was an, Absolute beautiful play. Oh yeah, Kellenberger yeah. took it, pinch took it out of the zone, and just left a beautiful drop pass for Evan, and he just ripped it off a Union guy and into the net. And we all went nuts. I started losing it because I love it. I love seeing guys get their first. And oh yeah, Evan Miller had a rough, rough Freshman year last year. He got hurt very early in the year, and we never got to see like he was out for the rest of the year basically, and. Getting to see him come back and contribute right away, healthy, ready to go, playing on a line with arguably the best forward on the team and making it count was let's good also, to see. It was fun let's, to see. Let's also point out that the third goal we had was scored by Cody Laskowski, just so he gets some credit thrown in that was because he That had was a, a rip. Oh, that shot was oh filthy. I had a perfect line on it too from my oh, spot. Oh, dude, I saw him get that thing, and I I just thought about his Mercyhurst goal from last year. He kind of like backhanded it in there, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, he's about to score. And like two seconds later, it was in. I just knew it. I knew it was from the minute he had it. Um, I think the only game. other, the big other big 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 positive moment was, sorry, um, we had a incredible moment where we were on a I think it was in the second we were on a penalty kill and shocker Kobe Walker's stick <laughs> flew out of his hand and the puck kind of oh point, yeah on a block just floated towards him and he proceeded to just kick it out of the zone like he's like <laughs> what am I supposed to do and he's just trying to kick the thing out and we all like he kicked it down the rink and we all went ballistic sort <laughs> chanting his name and I'm like oh my god this is amazing um, also speaking of Kobe Walker, I want to give him props because we walked into that building and he was standing at the front entrance and he fist bumped every last corner crew person that walked into that building. I was ready to run through the steel beam that was in front of me. He, he really <laughs> wants the Dan Barrow, Dan and Lori Barrow's fan choice award. This, this year. dude, <laughs> he might've like, won my vote before game he one. He stood even there and fist bumped everybody walking in. Name another player who would do that besides Dan Willick, because we know he would. I'm sure if any of the guys were standing there, they would have, but he just happened to be standing there. But I mean, but he saw us all coming. And I think, I think also there's the fact of like everybody see like he's the team captain. Everyone, like it means, I don't want to say it means more coming from him, but like you, you, you get what I mean there. It's nice to know that he cares. Yes. You know, he's just, he's not just there to play hockey. He's there to be the face of the team. And Yeah. So the next portion of our bits, now that we've talked about the game itself, we're going to go a little bit more in depth. Uh, rant number one belongs to Mr. Nathan. I will let him go first with Little Goon. He can go start with his rant, and we can all kind of chime in as we go. I thought Atlantic hockey officiating was bad. Oh my God. These guys made me miss Michael Schubert. You're lying. Difficult feat. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. That's that was absolutely horrible. Can we say what was that game? Can can we say I, I forget who it was that mentioned it, but someone was either watching the TV broadcast or listening to the radio broadcast. And I think it was the no, it was it was the TV broadcast, and they said that the union broadcasters said out loud, "The officials are trying to give Union a goal." Mm-hmm. Yep. Clearest day on TV, they're trying to give Union a goal. You got to be. Kidding I have me every that. penalty written down. So well, here, read we them go. all off. Read them all off. Okay, slashing on Isabel, horrible, garbage. That was a it soft was the call. softest slash I've ever seen in my life. 
roughing on Aiden Hansen Bukata after nope. he got. I didn't know it was a penalty. He was shoved. Jumped. He was shoved by someone else. So like, okay, he gets jumped. Yes, they did call the penalty on the union guy, but Hansen Bukata pushed him back off of him. Yes. That's not roughing. No, that's defending yourself. Oh my god. Wilkie got a roughing defending Scarfoni. Where was the call on I'm a guy that the hit other Scarfoni? <sighs> trying not to swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying really hard. Uh, the holding on Aiden Hansubukata in that period. Garbage. They I would have been both... fine if they had let that go. If they let that go or take both. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Sure. Yeah, sure. They were both holding each other. So either take both or take none. Let it go. Let them play. That's a, it's a hockey. It happens. It's hockey. And then there was the, then there was the the call on Wilkie for touching the puck what was on the ice. And I'm like, <sighs> what what is this? No, JJ, that's no, a penalty. The, yeah. No, the face well, up violation. That, that's a hundred percent a penalty. A, a bunch of us are looking at that, going like, we couldn't even see what had happened. So we're like, <sighs> what are you calling this on? And we're like, what? He did what? Yeah. So I that didn't was see that one. That was that's, fired that's up. actually a penalty. I, but that's Whatever. Your, like legitimate Whatever. one from for the most part. Xavier Lapointe's hooking penalty was cookie cutter. Barely was it a hook? Yes. Could you have let it go? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then the holding the puck on Mahan. Are you kidding me? That second period, I think, dictated the third. That's a hockey play. The, Grabbing the, the puck out of the air and putting it down is a hockey play. Why are you calling that? I want. It's one the, thing when you skate with it. It's another thing. To yes. Catch it. Grab and it and it knock right it down, which he did. I watched it five times to make sure he took one stride because he was already in motion. What do you want him to stop dead in his tracks, drop it, and then by the time he gets going again, he's getting blown up? The no. referees just don't know what no. inertia is. No. And I'm like, also going to say. I don't know say, if they know hockey. Who were these guys? They just pull these guys off the street. Like, I'm also going to say, I think the sheer number of penalties in that second period made our guys play a lot. I don't, I don't want to say a lot more careful, but I think they were a lot less willing to try and, you know, be physical and be aggressive because we're going to just start getting called for penalties now. And we're going to end up on power play kills and we don't need to be doing that. And then the Andrew holding penalty in the third period was, eh. I mean, at least there was two four-on-fours, but then as soon as they start, they're becoming five-on-threes. Or they're becoming four-on-threes and then becoming a yeah. five-on-three later uh, on. And we're all just sitting there going, like, how are th- how did they not end up in the box without a four-on- without it being a four-on-four at all the whole night? Like, that was actually uh, insanity. Uh, they never had one. They never had a penalty called on them, and they never had an icing call either. That's insane. I couldn't believe that. Uh, yeah, the the icing is that. It I mean, icing is one is, thing, but yes, but like the penalty thing was like the, the penalty thing me? was such garbage. Yeah, uh, there was some clear favoritism there. I don't the really the amount of says. things like I don't know if they were trying to set a tone for the year or like like it's a non conference game. Why are you trying to set the tone for the year? These two like you're not gonna ref another RAT game. Who cares? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm speechless at how horrible like, Atlantic hockey officials are. How do Awful. I say this without getting in trouble? Um, just say just say they suck and move on. Th- they suck, but this was on another. This was level. egregious. This was at egregiously at, bad. At least Atlantic hockey refs are bad both ways. Yes, <laughs> this was. This was like, clear on the amount of times that I sit up there and I'm like, oh, that's a horrible call. <laughs> Like when we go to the power play, it's like that was a rough call. Um, but like this was just, like how many JJ? How many times do you think I stood up and said, "You've got to be kidding me! Give me a break!" Um, if I had a count with a dollar bill attached to it, I would be living elsewhere. <laughs> I would have a very nice house somewhere in the Hamptons. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was really bad. So now we're going to the rant again portion where I'm going to turn to Dan and let him go. 
Mine's going to be a little shorter than Nate's. <laughs> First of all, why are you... Why matching roughing minors twice in a five-minute span? This isn't an RIT Niagara game. Then I could understand <laughs> it. And they never bother. For another, why does the box score say that Union only had four power plays? You're screwing our penalty kill. And to be six fair to, facts. To like... be fair to Union, <laughs> that might not be Union's fault. It might be the stats software, but... Definitely that. What the hell? <laughs> Dan's right. Because I'm pretty sure the the official right, score now, says like, four. Now but... say we take one. Now say Army scores a power play goal on their first power play chance on Friday. Now our penalty kills only at 80% instead of whatever one for seven is. I'm not doing the math in the top of my head right now. Somewhere in the high 80s, um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So like. Yeah, you're screwing our power play stats. Well, or PK stats. I, like, come on. I saw, I saw another. I think I saw a WITR's. No, the the Sport Zone's write up on the game correctly had it listed as six penalty kills. Oh, I'm sure that Tim had it right when he wrote the. Yeah, because Tim's recap. not an idiot. Those other guys at Union were. No offense to them, but like the Union SID that? didn't even know the game in two weeks was at Blue Cross. That's kind of hilarious. And also, I forgot about time. that part. <laughs> <laughs> Guy shows up to GPC, can't figure out why the door is locked. Oh God! What <laughs> time did the game actually start? Where am I supposed to? It's down hey, the so street Dan, of Blue Cross, of... you moron! It's not a GPC. So m- instead of giving the Union SID a spot in the press box, they should give it to you. Just saying. Agreed. Just let Dan Scully call the games now at Union, as long as we're playing. <laughs> So once every 30 years. Um, God, it, it is just so frustrating because we totally could have won that game. We should have won that game. It, we were, you saw it in the first and you saw it in the third for when we weren't killing. We were a much better hockey team than they were. And yes, it, it would have been hilarious if we won that game just for the fact that you had, had so many penalty. opportunities. Um, I mean, like, like I said before, this game could have gotten out of hand fast in the second. They had six power play opportunities. They didn't score on any of them. Any of them. Like, and I, I, that's huge. Let, let me say this, too. I, we're not giving Union enough credit. They, they won the hockey they game. They played a very good game. They played a great game. Their power play, they could have easily scored more than four goals. Yep. They had six power play chances. Oh, yeah. But I, I thought... I, I it was a game where I don't think either team deserved to lose. I just thought, personally, not even from a bias standpoint, we were the better team. Can I also say, as soon when that when, when that first period ended, I turned around, I looked at uh, Randy, the guy, Randy's the guy that handles the American flag, um, and Zelig, and Zelig looked at the both of us and said, "These guys look good." He's and we were yeah, like we look really we good did, right now. Like, oh really my god. Good. Like they dominated the first half of that game. Like we were wiping them clear across their own ice the entire time. The whole first period was just dominated by us. Um, nobody put it in the highlights, which is a shame because it's an actual highlight. If you go back on ESPN Plus, watch the first 30 seconds of the game. Tommy Scarfoni makes an unbelievable. Oh, that was save. nuts. That save was <laughs> sick. We went said- ballistic when that happened. That was the point where I said, "Up, oh, he's good." Mm-hmm. I I think I remember that one too. He had no business making no that business no. making that's it. that 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 should have been oh, they should have been one on them that, off the bat. If it that wasn't puck went in, we would have been in trouble. I honestly got the team. It would have been us. <laughs> when our when our when that first period ended, I seriously was like, "We're gonna win this." I thought the whole time, like, "We're it's over," and I just. I think that second period just really affected how we played the third because they had to play so much more careful to make sure we didn't get any stupid penalties called on us the rest of the game, at least in my opinion. That and they were just gassed from killing (laughs) so many penalties. And there's that too. Um, I can't wait to blow the doors off of them in two weeks. um, Also, (laughs) I want to real quick give some – other quick shout outs to the union band. They were some, they, they had some fun. We had some fun with those guys. Phenomenal. 
They came up and shook our hands. They, were so they good. came up and shook Nate's hand towards the their cowboy player. They were fun guys. We had a lot of good fun back and forth with them. Um, a lot of parents when we were walking out. Um, so we had a lot of great spirit and loved the energy we brought. They had a lot of fun. Um, nothing but respect to pretty much everyone in that building union wise, because there was a lot of really nice people we got to interact with and talk to. Um, there were of course some bad apples, um, some people who did try and. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to let those few individuals no. represent the fan base as a whole. There, They got some no. good hockey fans there and I'll be honest, they, they were loud. They were. They had, they had some good turnouts. They had, chants they had were one, all the same. They had but one chant, but <laughs> they just had a <laughs> no. let's go union chant. And you guys and, can borrow some of ours. How about that? <laughs> and it's it's kind of it, it officially it, licensed by Nate Foss. Oh yeah, and it, it the was trademark on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Licensing fee royalties for every time someone does it. Um, oh, then maybe we could pay for a bus or a plane to fly to Colorado. Um, <laughs> I, I'll fly the plane, man. I'll do it. I'll get a pilot. I'm not license. getting on that plane. <laughs> yes, you would. Um, no, nope, I'd rather drive. I will. I will say though, it, it is. It was unfortunate that we did have to have the security guy come over and start monitoring people in front of us. That they were just getting that hostile. Like those people obviously do not represent yeah. union as Whatever. a whole. Like it's, Whatever. Can I also say that that security guy was pretty great because he walks over and goes, "Dude, love the clone trooper." And I'm like, all right, we're good. He walked up, talked to Carson, was like loving him the whole time. And then he also, for people that saw the picture on Instagram, is the one who took the picture of all of us there with our blue line crew sign. So our favorite, our favorite thing is to have security guards from other ranks take pictures of us and like say how much fun they had watching us all like cheer and whatnot. It's the it's so much fun. Um, away games are great, but um, I, I do also want to mention that. Um, let me pull it up here. I got a DM on the corner crew Instagram from the team. Yes. Really? After the game. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we got one. I saw um, it too. I said, they said, thank you for making the trip and supporting us. Best fans in college hockey, which we knew that, but best I team said, uh, in college hockey. Right I said, there. can't wait to be back home. They said, trust us. We've been counting down the days to see you all back in the corner. So have we countdown still going. The post is going up as soon as we're done recording this because I just got it from Max. I can't wait for Friday. <laughs> oh, it's gonna and the wait is oh, Friday me alive. It's only like we're recording this on Monday, and the fact that it's only Monday is an issue. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. And um there's no athletic events this week. What are you doing? I was just gonna say that this Dan has time off range week for me. Like I have more time than I have <laughs> since September first. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He has nothing to do. There's no games <laughs> for him to be calling. Love it. Um, Love it. Speaking of Friday, we have our first home stand of the year for the men. We have a two game set against Army Friday and Saturday. Both games, I'm pretty sure, are at seven. I know Friday's at seven. Seven and five. Seven and five. five. Sorry, seven and okay, five. Okay, on. I have a third rant. Enough with the five <laughs> o'clock Saturday games. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. They are the, the dumbest thing. In the- Saturday games. Dan, shut up. <laughs> so the reason for the five o'clock home game is so that the other team isn't getting back as late on a Saturday, right? Makes sense. It's a great idea. But when the other teams don't do it for us, why are we doing it? Yeah, stop showing them courtesy. They're not going to play Screw both ways. Screw you. You're getting back at 3 in the morning. I don't care if you had basic training Sunday morning. I don't care. Oh, my God. The rant. It's so good. But uh, <laughs> we're taking on an Army team that did you, give us a run for our money last year. listeners better twice. hope we don't get blown out at all this year because – that's when the real rants are going to come. That would be bad. Um, I don't think that's going to happen at all. See, seeing how we can, I also say the one person we talked to, one of the one of the union parents, came up to us and said, "I would not be surprised if we saw you guys in the tournament." Like we'll talk about the tournament in March. Yep, we'll talk about the tournament when we get there. Um, but back to Army. They obviously gave us a run for their run for our money last year. They appreciate they swept us, didn't they? They swept us at home, and yep. I believe we went to West Point very early. Yeah, we, we did. Um, did. We split with we, them on that, or we swept we, them there? I think we, we took four out of six. Okay, so we pretty much, yeah, we did pretty good. Because I remember losing the shootout with a shootout won. loss, yeah. yeah. Andrew Rinaldi scored half of his goals that weekend last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm literally wearing get- his jersey right now. And then, and then we went back to West Point to play Sacred Heart for that weird game. And their team was sitting there on a Tuesday afternoon. On a Tuesday. Oh, don't even get me started with that. <laughs> Those <laughs> games are fun, though. Come on. And then Ronaldi. Then Ronaldi scored again. So it was like all. Thank God he's Canadian and couldn't transfer to Army because he would just score a goal every game because that would have been all he does is score at Tate Rink. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, I remember watching the stream for that Sacred Heart game that we played them at West Point. That and just so weird. And the only people that were there watching that game was the Army hockey team and Coach yep. Riley. <laughs> yeah, they didn't allow fans. I think it was... I think they said it was some sort of security thing. No, because Sacred Heart had an absolute hissy fit because they had to play instead of playing at their rink, they had to play us at ours, and our fans went crazy, and they didn't like that, so they decided to cry about it and got the other game moved to West Point. That's they pretty much a, what it was. Nah, they that had decision a was made before the game. Yeah, but no, no, no. But but the fact that they didn't allow fans in was to prevent us from driving to West Point and causing problems there. Which you Sacred got a Heart might have done that. Sacred Heart had a brutal schedule last year. They like had like no home games. They, they had to play the rink. They had to play Air Force four times out in Colorado. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so because jet lag there. Let me say oh, that, this. And that's it's right. An, it's another did... mini. It's another mini rant. Atlantic Hockey was punishing teams for not going out <laughs> to Air Force during the COVID year. So they made Sacred Heart go back out there last year to was... make up for that. And the games they actually had to play out there last that year. That was evil. So they played Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, that's a fat no. Um, that is awful. I mean, at least they didn't make them fly out there twice. <laughs> yeah, true. That would have been worse because that's not cheap. Um, no, no, not even God, close. No. Um. But- so how so let, let's look at around Atlantic then before we go to our predictions for the week. I got stuff on army. Well, we'll talk about the predictions. No, I have other stuff on all right. Army. Be, all right, go ahead. It's on you. <laughs> go right to it then. I mean, you just went on a rant about Sacred Heart for 10 minutes. So what are you talking about? That's fine. Um, I don't like them. <laughs> um, good. 23, 6, and 7 all time against Army. There was a stretch for a few years where RAT wouldn't so Nobody could sweep. RIT and Army had no sweeps against each other for like five years. Mm-hmm. It would always be whoever would, somebody would win Friday, usually RIT, and then we would tie on Saturday. Yep. There would be <laughs> no sweeps. I think the first time we swept Army was like 2015. Lord. And actually, there was one year where it was just, a, it was a team thing. It wasn't necessarily Army. RIT would win Friday and then tie Saturday, so the coaches stopped wearing ties on Saturday. <laughs> My <laughs> That's God. And they still tied. <laughs> they would wear bow ties instead of straight ties. Um, didn't work. <laughs> um, Army played on Sunday yesterday, and they tied Union. They lost in a shootout, but it goes in the books as a tie. Um Atlantic hockey refs saw the crap from Saturday night and gave Union five penalties. So Good. we're gonna make up. We're gonna defend our guys. Um, Union did have one power play. Um, Noah Wilson from Army got a five in a game for boarding. Um, from what I saw, it was a pretty brutal hit. I don't think he'll get suspended, but it is something to keep an eye out for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, because then he obviously wouldn't play Friday night. Um, Army went 0 for 5 on the power play. Um, Rip. Actually 0 for 5. Or was yes. it like an 0 for 8 because they forgot to call a bunch of crap over it? I looked at the box score. It was 0 for 5. Over it. I, I, I looked at the penalty sheet, not the box score. So, um, I was very dyslexic and still heated yesterday when I saw that. I thought Union had... <laughs> I thought Union had five power plays. Um, I was going to lose my ever-living mind on this podcast. but <laughs> um, I, I remember that. Nate would have flipped out. And probably I, I went off in the Discord the for about 30 seconds. Um, Gavin Abrick, the Army's starting goaltender, he was phenomenal last year. He was pretty good yesterday, 21 saves. Um, it, Army's a very, very good. Good and usually 
disciplined, physical, fast, and they play hard. They're a very hard hockey team to play against. And credit that's credit to Coach Riley. He has his boys ready to go every yes, single does. night. Definitely they're always a threat. Um, it'll be a good series, I think. Yeah, um, for sure. It should be a should be fun couple of games at the Palestinian Center. So if you don't have your tickets, what are you doing? Yeah, if you don't have your tickets I yet, um, I don't want to say you're an idiot, but you like, don't need tickets. We've been telling you for weeks. Shut just up. go get them. Just sneak in. No, don't do that. Just get your season tickets. Get in. You get all of them. You get all get my your season games. tickets. I did the math. If you buy a student ticket for every game, it's ninety dollars. Yep. Season tickets are fifty dollars. So you want to spend ninety? Do you want to spend fifty? Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm no genius, but I can do basic money math. <laughs> Forty dollars is a lot, and especially Nate for Fox, the accountant, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's going to be pretty good, right there. Um, so let's go. Let's go around Atlantic then. Finally, um, we'll do that, and then we'll go to our predictions for this weekend. All right, I'm going to read off the games that actually counted first and then we'll go back to exhibitions Mm -hmm. Uh, AIC tied Alaska Fairbanks in Fairbanks uh, on Saturday night Um, BU pretty much slaughtered Crosstown (laughs) Rivals Bentley 8-2 I'm pretty sure BU also made ECH's top 5 goals of the weekend I think so. I'm pretty sure I saw, and I think that one goal made Sports Center too. It might have, because I remember I remember seeing Bentley somewhere in Sports Center yesterday. That was kind of funny. Well, Bentley. <laughs> Sorry, unfortunately, Dan, we lost to Union. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ohio State University. <laughs> oh, get out of here with that. <laughs> I'm making that. fun of it. I think it's stupid too. I kind of love it. Four to two. Um. Then on Sunday, AIC lost two to one Good. at Fairbanks. Good. Uh, we already <laughs> we already talked about how Union and Army tied. Union did win the shootout. Um. That's a new thing this year. The out of conference games are using. Uh, home home conferences policy on shootouts, and I think I think all the conferences in, like on that. the men's side are. Using I think EC, I now. think ECAC and Hockey East are the only two that are withholding. Interesting. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. Then, <laughs> at least I didn't see anything that they were adding them. I know they didn't use them last year, so. Um. Ohio State finished the sweep over Mercyhurst four to one. Good. Um, in exhibition games, exhibition battle of the bridge, which seems unreasonable. <laughs> uh, Niagara won two nothing. That was a shock. All right. Who yeah. they play? I Canucius. What? How did yeah. I miss that? That was um. Wow. So yeah, I don't know, like I don't. It, it, it's an exhibition game, so one. it doesn't matter. But um, do you think C Block went? <laughs> they were at the um, swim meet. Went at a swim meet. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were pulling a dance. Nah, guys, it was ball. Fall Fest. Whatever. It was Fall Fest at Canisius. Um, it was Fall I, Fest. I, they had a battle of the bridge, and they didn't fill the rank. So, all right. So let me, so what I was saying, like, I don't know if that's a, a knock on Canisius only because it is an early game. They have a lot of new guys coming in or if it says a lot about Niagara, maybe we're kind of underestimating them a little bit. Um, How did our son Chad do in that game? Yeah. What'd he do? (laughs) Chad, the walking meme Veltry. Um, this man better be ready for, for what we're going to unleash on him when we go down there. Our friend Chad. I can get down to goaltending. Chad made five saves in the first period. Congratulations, Chad. We're so proud of you. 
Oh my god, you this sick. poor guy. Actually, I'm not gonna say this poor guy. This guy deserves every bit of what he's getting. <laughs> and he's gonna end up crying when we go down there. I love Chad. <laughs> if he doesn't play that game, I'm gonna have an absolute sin. So I hope you know that. <laughs> we're gonna just <laughs> demand they put him in. We're gonna just start chanting, we want Chad. <laughs> um sorry, let's go to predictions then for the weekend. What do how, how are we thinking? We'll start with Dan. Colorado College beat Air Force 5-1 in an exhibition game. Oh, they saw Air Force. I'm sorry. Sacred Heart beat UMass in an exhibition game. Dan, you can continue because we haven't even gotten to this weekend's games yet. Yes, I'm sorry. I keep jumping ahead. I'm just pumped (laughs) for the weekend. Holy Cross beat Boston College 3-2. Which, another shocker. Yeah, that was kind of surprising. I thought BC was going to blow the doors off of them. And Sacred Hearts uh, Sunday exhibition was against Western, who I think is a Canadian university, right? Yep. Uh, beat them six to four. And then this coming weekend, we've got Mercyhurst at RPI, Sacred Heart at Providence, uh, Canisius at Penn State. Ooh, that'll be good. Maine. Uh, at Air Force in the Icebreaker, uh, Holy Cross at North Dakota. That'll be a blowout. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god, that those poor guys. Why are they even going? Uh, <laughs> and Niagara heads to Omaha, and Omaha. then uh, in the other part of the Icebreaker, they're. They're showing Notre Dame playing Air Force, but isn't it's that not, like a nope. mini tournament? Mm-mm. It's a set no. schedule now. That I don't like that. I don't like you That's know what? Stupid. And I they didn't do that when we were there a few years ago in Toledo for the icebreaker, and it was so much better. I wonder if that's why they changed it, because whoever was hosting, I think it was Bowling Green, yeah. was they had themselves scheduled to play the late game on the second day, which makes and because sense they anyway, lost. Yeah, they it's ended up us. having to play the early. Thank game. you very much. Thanks for coming. Um, oh, also, and... one last small rant. I'm sorry, then I'm done. Um, the icebreaker in 2019. Every icebreaker before did not have a trophy. So after we lost to Ohio State, I'm like, oh, there's no trophy. And then sure enough, they march out with this giant <laughs> trophy. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I wanted a trophy. Trophies are fun. Trophies are fun. Kind of love them. We're, well, we're getting them this year. I say, we're we're going to add a couple this year. Um, so predictions and, for the weekend. Oops, sorry. And, and UMass. Head stay IC on Saturday. That'll be interesting. Might catch I the tail end of that loses. after our game. No, we cheer for Atlantic hockey in non-conference games, unless it's Niagara. Or Canisius, or Air Force, or Sacred Heart. Or AIC. Or AIC, or Bentley. Whatever, guys. I'm going to just name all the teams because <laughs> I want to see them all lose. Um, all right. Now we're going to get to predictions, thank God. Uh, Dan, you are up first with your predictions for the weekend. Oh boy. Um, I think we're going to do the same thing we did early last season. I think we're going to win one and tie another. I won't make a prediction on the shootout because it's a shootout. It can go either way. I'm just hoping that the last time we played them at home, we had a a pretty poor sequence where Nick Bruce took 17 penalty minutes on one play. Yeah, that was brutal. Yep. And I don't want to ever have to see seven minutes of power play for the other team on the oh, board at Policini ever again. That was not good. That was, that was a weird penalty. Um, it was a weird weekend. Uh, yeah, it was. Yep. It was a very strange weekend. Uh, Nate, you were up next with your predictions. I'm going to go split. I think. Wow. And listen, here's my until they 
here's my thought process. Until I see them do it, and this is a challenge to all of them, please win in front of a packed house. Yeah. Not in a one-goal game. It, they haven't done it yet. Pull the roof and off of them. drives me insane. Come in, set the tone on Friday. Because guess what? If you score a lot of goals, people have fun. And when people have fun, people they come, come back. back. Yep. Totally agree. So I'm going to go split. I think they still win Friday night because they're pumped to be home in front of a packed pausing center. I think it'll be close. But I think Army's goaltending is good enough to get a split on the road. Prove me wrong. I'm going to say sweep. I'm going to say we win both. I'm going to say the first game is 4-1. to I'm going to say the second game is 3-2 to in a closer matchup. Um, I think offensively, we are going to, I don't want to say dominate the absolute you-know-what out of them, but I think after what we did to Union for the first half of that game, I think if we can do that the whole game against them on Friday, we're going to win easily, and I think there is no shot they can stop a Saturday if that happens again. I also think having a packed house on Friday is going to just fuel the life out of them and is going to really give them some juice to get going. Can't stop smiling thinking about Friday. It's, it's going to be great, man. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Um, double headers are the best. Uh, dude, two th- this is a quadruple, quadruple weekend. weekend. Quadruple home opener weekend. Love Gotta it. Gotta love it. Um, Why do they not schedule it this way every year? <laughs> should be. Um, so, I don't know, because Steve and Tim want to actually be able to have some time at home on the weekend no. with their families. Um, quick, quick announcement to um, all, if you can't for any reason, any non-excusable reason, mm-hmm. there are no excuses to not be there. Can't be there. All the games are on Flow Hockey. Yep. Um, and both women's games this weekend will be on Witter. Yes, they and will. Matt. Or calling the games this weekend. So, uh, speaking to that, another fun announcement. Uh, Ed is now in our Discord server, and WITR, I believe, or sorry, Witter, as I don't know why I, I always say WITR, I don't know why. Um, Witter has, I believe, they're going to start fielding questions from the Discord. They did, they did do yep. that. Saturday. Yes. So, there is a new channel, um, Ask Ed. You can go in there and you can leave them questions for them to answer on the post game show over on. Do Twitter. not, don't flood that chat with conversation either. Yeah, no, just leave it strictly to questions. The, the um, server admins will be monitoring that to make sure that it's not just a bunch of just spam because it makes it easier for Ed's for Ed and his team to be able to go in there and field actual questions. But he joined one night, wanted to start fielding questions. He joined Friday night. Nate, like I, text, I texted Nate. And the whole Discord went ballistic. I texted Nate and I went, what did you have to do with us? And you responded all caps. I didn't do anything. And I went, oh my God, he just joined this on his own volition. This is even better. Um, um, so I was talking to him before the game Saturday and he said that uh, Witter has a Discord and it's pretty active and he didn't really know anything about it. And then he learned that Corner had one. So he jumped in and and now it just can, goes to show you, like, you don't have to be in Corner Crew to join the Discord. Anybody can join. You can, yeah. We have a great time. Uh, last night, between the hours of 1130 and 1230. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. It was so fun. Oh, my God. Um, if you weren't in it, I'm sorry. You missed out. It was <laughs> so just, just get in I it. Had, so when something I was so again. tired. I had to go to bed, but I could not. It was not get so out of that funny. conversation. It was so it awesome. was so good. <laughs> uh, that being said, we're gonna wrap it up for this week. Uh, this is a very long episode. Um, we had a lot to talk about, which is good. Um, so if you haven't already, subscribe to the ch- subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the notification bell so you get notified when new episodes go up. Um, leave a comment what your predictions are for this weekend. Uh, we I know all of us here would love to see it. It'd be kind of fun to see what people think. Um, if you have not yet already also make sure you check us out on Spotify. We are still over there. I'm pretty sure. Um, say that every time. I don't know. Like I don't get the notifications for Spotify for some reason, even though I have them selected to be turned on. 
Um, and yes, I am the weird guy that watches and listens to the show whenever it comes out. Um, even though I'm listens to his own show. I, I just like it. It's fun. Don't we all do that? I think I, we all I do it. I do it. We all do it. I do. Um, if you haven't already, uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, the Discord link will be in the description of this video. It's also in the Instagram descriptions. So you can find it in there. Um, again, jump in there. Leave questions to ask Witter and ask Ed after the games for the post game. Uh, you might get lucky and have your question get answered. That'd be kind of fun. Um, that'll do it for this week. Unless anybody has, has anything to say. Here, take it. It's Friday. Pack policy. Pack. Be there. Wear Pack orange. The gene on Friday and Saturday. Not just quick, one. Quick both. insider info. Um, RAT may possibly be wearing orange all weekend. Love it. Love it. Those orange jerseys are balling. My dude. sources say the white jerseys aren't there yet. That's a yikes. So... The orange, orange and black ones are so good. Orange at home, baby. Let's go. Love it. Um, <laughs> Can't wait. Also, hey, get your tickets for Brick City, too. Yeah, they're up. Um, there Those aren't are a lot of corner included tickets left. They're tickets. not included. Yes. I, know, so, I know 121 is full, but 119 still is openings. But those both those very, sections are general very admission anyway. Very, they're very limited, so get there. And if you want to sit in corner crew, get there early. Yeah. Well, because if you bought tickets you, for those if you, sections, if you have a corner crew ticket and you want to sit in a specific seat, get there early. Yep, because those Please sections do not roll up. in at seven o'clock, thinking you're going to be able to sit in corner crew with your ten friends that yeah, you bought no, tickets. No, that's that not going to happen. It will not happen. Please do not get there at seven o'clock. Be there. Be in your seat at six thirty. Agreed. So that's going to do it for this week. Um, we will see everybody next week after another weekend of fun hockey. Have a good night, everybody. Go Tigers. Roll tech.